If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Three questions for a healthy relationship. Welcome, friends, to Someone Gets Me. This is Diane, your host here. And today I'm going to talk about healthy relationships and some questions, the three most powerful questions that I've found so far that really help us determine the health of our relationships, whether it's intimate relationships, friendships, colleagues, work, supervisor, relationship with a business, a company, an idea. It's all forms of relationships. And there's three very important questions. Now, the interesting thing about these three questions is that we ask them in both ways. So am I bringing the following things we're going to talk about to this relationship? And then also is the other party bringing these same things to the relationship? So in essence, it's like six different parts. So it's A and B of each of the th- these three questions. And when I notice in all my decades of working with people from, you know, creative visionaries to gifted people to students to CEOs, just you name it, I've probably helped a person in that arena. And what I notice is that there's a lot of struggle around relationships, sometimes around the relationship with ourselves or a relationship with an entity. Like I've had a lot of people in recovery I've worked with where we had to work with their relationship with law enforcement or a relationship with people in authority or people in power or our relationship with people that we have authority over or power over in a certain sense. And so there's all different levels of relationships. So as you listen to these, this, these questions and this episode, think about all the different kinds of relationships that you have, because this covers all of that. It's not unique to any certain area, which is why I like these three questions so much, because in my life, it's a very quick little assessment, if I will have it that way, to see where a relationship is going. Now, of note is that all relationships ebb and flow and move and It's not a static situation. So sometimes you might answer the questions differently than at other times. And that's the point of these three questions is to give us a good read of where the ebb and flow is. Because in some relationships, we're giving way more than we're receiving or we're doing more of these three things than we're receiving. And then sometimes it's the other way around. And sometimes it's, you know, relatively equal. And so it's not about... um, assigning blame or or dumping our chest because we're doing it right. It's not about that. These questions help us have an understanding and a dialogue for the flow and the beauty of every relationship we have. And when we pay attention to the second question, the underpinning, the, the essence behind every relationship we're in, 
It really helps us maximize our life. We get to be happier, feel successful, and have more fulfilling relationships and experiences. So here's the first question. Question number one is, is this relationship bringing honor and respect? So honor and respect is about telling the truth, treating the other person the way I want to be treated, having integrity, which means doing what I say I'm going to do and not doing what I say I'm not going to do. But is this relationship bringing honor and respect? So again, we'd ask it in two parts. Am I bringing honor and respect to this relationship? And then is the other part of the relationship, the other person or institution bringing honor and respect back toward me? And so you can see how this could be very powerful in a work situation where people um, get in a situation where supervisors or companies or corporations are not honorable and respectful. And we need to look at that and say, well, what is my payoff, my secondary gain for staying in a relationship of any kind that is not bringing honor and respect? And then if you look at yourself and go, well, I'm not really bringing as much respect as maybe I could, or I'm not being as honorable and as honest as maybe I could be, then that shows you where you have room to grow. So it's not about a yes or no in the sense of it's good or it's bad. It's in, okay, well, let's look at where it's working and let's look at places where maybe we should think about up-leveling ourselves and growing into something that's higher and more respectful. This really helps out a lot in work situations and in new friendships and things like that because sometimes in the name of money or career or in the name of love, we put up and we tolerate intolerable behavior. We put up with things that aren't honorable and aren't respectful. It's one of the hallmarks of people who have substance abuse and traumas in their family is they tolerate the intolerable behavior and they put up with disrespect from others and uh, more than they should. So that's a good place to start looking. If there's somebody close to you and all of a sudden you notice their level of respect changes toward themselves and towards you, something is happening and it's important to say, okay, well, let's get curious about it and go from there. Now, question two is, is this relationship bringing joy? Now, joy is our natural state in my world, and it's the ability that we have to be present in a situation without being distracted, staying in the moment and letting our beautiful like inner fire and light show up. And so we can be angry and still be joyful, have our joy as our essence, right? We can be sad. We can be grieving. We can be happy. Joy is an emotion, but I'm talking about the state of can I be present in a situation? So for some people, if they have a history of a certain kind of pain and they're in a different kind of relationship and that pain shows up again, being present might be difficult until it's healed. So again, are you bringing joy to the situation? When you're at work, are you present or are you doing something other than what you're supposed to be present for? When your relationship with anyone, are you when you're out to dinner, are you present or are you on your phone or are you distracted? And then same thing for the other person. Are they present in the situation or are they distracted and not really present in the moment? Because being present in the moment shows that we have respect and honor for the, this relationship, whatever it might be. And um, it's funny because 
I spend a lot of time out in the world, as you do, and I notice that. I even notice in myself where sometimes I want to pick up my phone or I want to do something because I'm not present in the situation. Now, again, it's not good or bad or blaming. It's not about that. It's about noticing. I notice that when I'm more easily distracted and want to not necessarily be present or in my joy state, it might be because there's something going on in in the outside world that is either upsetting me or bothering me, or maybe I just um, am not paying attention in the way that I would like to. And I can ask myself that question, am I present? And if I go, oh no, I'm not as present as I could be, it gives me a chance to reorient with love and kindness and compassion. Same thing with the other person. Sometimes I'm with friends of mine and they're distracted a lot because a lot of gifted people, we can be distracted, right? And we have, we're in a world full of distractions. And sometimes it's like, okay, come back, you know, or I say something loving or kind, and then we can come back together. So it's a flow. But are you bringing joy? And is the other party bringing joy to this situation, which means being present? It means allowing the inner joy life to show up, staying in the moment and being like in an uplifted state. And so sometimes we look at work or we look at other things and go, "That's there's no joy coming back for me. Then that's something to look at, right? So like for my life, if I ask myself, is this relationship bringing joy like to doing this podcast or working with my clients or doing my work? The answer is absolutely, yes, it is. It brings joy into my life every day, every person I work with, every talk I do, every word I write in my books and things brings me great joy. Doing this podcast episode brings me great joy. And so then I asked, do I bring joy to this? And I would say, yes, I've heard many compliments and comments lately from people saying that they love this show. And I speak from my heart and I bring joy to it. And I think that it's felt that way. So we can ask those kinds of questions in all kinds of situations and see where the flow of the relationship is. Now, the third question is um, the biggest one. I think this is the hardest one. This is the one that brings the most um, angst sometimes. And that is, is the relationship bringing spiritual growth? Now, spiritual growth can be very messy. It's not all woo-woo and rainbows and angels and glitter and, you know, unicorns and stuff, as they say. It's not, it's not that. In fact, people on a spiritual path often go through dark nights of the soul and things can be really, really difficult. And some relationships have a hard time handling that. Um, Some people think that everyone should kind of be the same all the time and not really growing. The truth is the world is expanding all the time. We are all always invited to grow. And to the extent you hold on to the past or hold on to what was, you create difficulty, angst, and separation in the moment and today. So it undermines that joy, that question number two. So do you bring the opening, the opportunity for spiritual growth to the relationship? And then is the other party doing the same thing? So that comes in many forms. You know, I was with a friend recently and and um, she's like, hey, have you heard about this person? And let's watch a video. And so we went on YouTube and watched some videos from this really amazing teacher that I'd never heard of before. That's an opportunity for spiritual growth. Me being open-minded, experiencing something I'd never experienced before, and that person being open to spiritual growth by sharing with me something that really was important to her. And so spiritual growth comes in all kinds of facets. It comes from reading and movies and books and great discussions. 
and and the spiritual growth is about getting more and more connected to our essence and who we are as humans on here on planet earth doing our thing and so it's about your connection to the overall good it's connection to the universe it's connection to nature this is the opposite of religion religion means to bind or constrict spiritual spirituality means to set free so the roots of those words are opposite so i'm not talking religion i'm talking about your connection to who you are and your purpose for sucking air and your role in the greater universe whatever that is because i believe we all have that role so is this relationship bringing me spiritual growth now when you apply this to maybe a work situation that you might be in a work situation where you're going, this isn't bringing any spiritual growth. This is terrible. This is horrible. To which I would say, yes, it might be really hard and really challenging and very difficult. And within the difficulty is an opportunity for your own growth. Whether the other party grows or not or changes or not, it's really irrelevant in the big picture. The, mat, the real question is, what are you doing? Now, that doesn't mean that you keep yourself in harm's way just because it's a spiritual growth. That's not spiritual growth. That's called being a martyr, right? So we want to really pay attention. I've been in some really tricky situations in my life. And afterwards, I'm like, okay, well, what can I get out of this? How can I grow? How can I use this situation, this circumstance, this issue to help other people or grow myself? And same thing with the other party. What are they doing? Now, those are the three questions. And we ask them from us toward the relationship because it's three pieces. You, the other party, whether it's a person or, or organization or whatever. And then the, the third piece is that melding of both where it comes together in the middle. That's the relationship. So are you bringing honor and respect? Like really? You know, if you're stealing pens from work you're not respecting your office right if you're um doing that quiet quitting thing where you're hardly working just enough to get by because you're resentful you're not bringing honor and respect and again it's not judgment it's pay attention and then if the other party isn't look at that and then same thing with joy Am I present in the situation? Am I bringing my light forward? Am I allowing to emerge through me my higher calling? Really? Am I really allowing that to happen? And is that happening coming from the other way? Right? And then we ask about spiritual growth. And spiritual growth can be messy and it can be beautiful and it can be all of those things. So we release the judgment. We release the assignment of whether it's good or bad or right or wrong or any of that. We notice yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. So you might have all six yeses, or you might have all six no's, or you might have any kind of balance. So what you do with that then is to begin to notice the flow, kind of like a tide, the ebb and flow in within that particular relationship. Like I gave the example a little while ago about my work bringing me joy. It does. Well, there's parts of my work that don't bring me joy. I don't like doing the paperwork. I do it, but I don't like to do it. I don't like to remind clients that they owe me money when they know they owe me money. I don't like doing that. I like being involved in a relationship that's equitable and makes sense. And so there are some things, paperwork-wise and admin-wise, that don't bring me joy, that one little piece. But the overall piece brings me joy. So if I can bring joy to the part that doesn't feel so wonderful, like paperwork, 
if I can bring joy to that, it helps blend and helps the flow stay in a situation that could get blocked because if I come in with a a bad attitude, like I don't want to do it and stamping my princess foot, then there's a no on both sides of that joy. And then that can get in the way of progress and fulfillment and satisfaction. So it really helps us see it. And it helps you with friendships and intimate relationships and partnerships in every kind of level. Because if the other party is not living with joy and honor and respect and they're not on a spiritual growth path and you are, that gives you information. That doesn't mean you go get rid of all your friends that you can't say yes to all three of these things. It doesn't mean that you only talk to people who bring those things all the time. It's not like that. The world is too fluid and moves too much. It's about making sure that the movement and the focus and the direction is toward that. I have some friends of mine that don't do a lot of spiritual growth. They don't really know what that is yet. They know a little bit and they're doing a little bit and that's totally great. That I don't hold them to the standard that maybe I do or somebody like me who we've been doing this work for decades. and. Are they open and, and willing to be in that place of spiritual growth? So those are the three questions that we ask back and forth for you and for the other party in order to tell if the relationship is healthy. Now, healthy has to do with does the relationship, can it handle or hold what it is we want it to hold? Like a healthy body is able to do what we need or want it to do. It's not all bodies look the same or need to be the same. You don't need to be a triathlete to be healthy. Can your body do what you want it to do? Does the relationship serve you and take you, you and the other party, to where you want it to go? That's the question. So healthy means that boundaries are respected. People are honored in the situation. It is growing in the direction that you desire and that you are becoming more and more fulfilled and more and more connected than you were in the beginning. So that's how that goes. So I hope these questions have been helpful. It's pretty straightforward, but there's so many nuances and so many questions. I have a lot of people that when they look at these questions with people, it's pretty easy. But when they look at it with like maybe a company or the government or something like that, it can get a little tricky. Like, you know, Does the um, XYZ company treat me with honor and respect? Well, if they're lying in their advertising, the answer is no, right? Um, And so, okay, well, how does that going to work? Or does does living in a certain place bring me joy? Well, it might not all the time. It's our job to say, well, where is the joy, you know? And same thing with spiritual growth. How are we invited to grow beyond where we think we can go and beyond where we are? meaning more and more connected, more and more evolved, more and more healed as far as rectifying old pain that we're carrying around so we can be a beneficial presence on the planet. So hope this episode has served you and given you some things to think about. There's lots of nuances. As always, feel free to email me or contact me, do a 30-minute little call, and we can talk about these things. They're really fun to talk about, actually. And what really matters is that you take what works for you, allow your heart to be open and your mind to be open so that as you go through your life as the beautiful, amazing human that you are, you are more fulfilled and more happy 
every single day. That's my wish for you. So feel free to let me know if you have any questions, contact me for anything. If there's something that you desire or a specific topic you would like me to cover on this show, please feel free to reach out. And until the next episode, if someone gets me, put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You are here on purpose with a purpose. So allow yourself to be honored, respected, bring joy and spiritual growth into all that you do and watch your life transform in ways you could never imagine. Until the next episode, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.